Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Happy birthday to my father, Jerry Steves. On the 23rd? On the 23rd. Yes, Very indeed. Nice. Happy birthday, fellow Cancerian. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, I, yep. I wouldn't call somebody a fellow Cancer because that no. has different different meanings but he's had um, enough leave the man alone okay fair enough we (laughs) won't do that um i i I feel like because of the way the news unfolded and i had to drop it in on top of our regular episode that we'd (laughs) already recorded ashley Um, after i tell everybody to head over to patreon.com slash broadway radio broadway radio.com slash patreon to help us keep our lights on um i wanted to give you the floor to talk a little bit about the (laughs) disappointing uh, annoying, obnoxious news that company is going to end its Broadway run on July 31st. So I'm just kind take of it away. upset. Like, I, I, I don't know that I can say that I'm surprised. I'm certainly surprised of the timing of it, that it came mm-hmm. so soon after the Tonys. I honestly, I expected it to wrap up in the fall. Like, yeah. I think we've we had this. Yeah, we've had this discussion a couple of times where it's like, I expected them to get past the summer tourism season and wait until like every Everybody got back to school and everything, but I guess maybe they just don't think like the kids are gonna run to go see Company by Steven they Sondheim. Should. <laughs> they should. I mean, poor parenting in the I United was. States. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised by the timing of it. Obviously, I'm really disappointed and sad. But of course, I immediately snagged my closing performance ticket Me too. because. Like hell, I wasn't going to be there, Uh, and so many other people I know as well. So it's just going to be it'll it'll be a really lovely experience. I think it will be a it'll be it'll be cathartic. It will be bittersweet. It'll be sad to go out on. I haven't been back since first preview this last time, so I I have not even seen it in openings. I just I you know had several tickets and just haven't including one with me, including one with you. I've either had work. I've had COVID or I've had something else or I've had to postpone for, you know, their COVID performance, you know, have been sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it will it's, it will be the first time I've been since St- Sondheim's death, too, which will be very weird. Yeah. And then you and I are going to go see Into the Woods like two days later. So what yes. a week. Yeah, it will be quite a week. And Oof. Uh, I actually, funny enough, I got the news and I mentioned this on yesterday's episode. I was uh-huh. actually getting ready to start a CrossFit class and I got the, the news. So I texted James and I was like, <laughs> get me a non-premium ticket, however you can, and just tell me how much I owe you. So he got yeah. me a ticket. I don't even know where it is. I think it's in the front mez. Um, oh, nice. Which, eh, not, not a huge fan of not I'm, sitting on the floor. But I am in the very last row and I could okay. not care less. Okay. I've had good uh, seats. I don't need it again. Yes. I know that yeah. show inside and out. I've had very good seats my first two times going. Yeah. So this will be a different angle, of course. But very excited that both of us will be there. And then, of course, we're going to see Into the Woods, like you said, a couple days later. I'm going to be sobbing hysterically for like three straight days. Yes. Sorry, yes, not fair sorry. Enough. Yeah. Uh, then you should go see Six, which exactly, uh, is a song yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of musicals that you will probably be able to see on Broadway in a not 
to far off time yesterday the upcoming uh musical back to the future teased its widely anticipated news that it will be coming to broadway in 2023 the tweet and other social media posts said synchronize your watches the future's coming to broadway in 2023 and then it encouraged fans to sign up for the mailing list in order to be notified immediately of on sale dates this show, we've talked about it here on a number of episodes across mm-hmm. multiple Blood and Radio podcasts. This is a weird one because, like, Very. when people go see it, they either think that it is the epitome of hot garbage IP driven cynical <laughs> musical making, yeah. or they think it is like one of the best, most creative ways of turning the genre, like. 180 degrees from that and like almost taking yeah almost taking like the idea of that ip driven musical making and like laughing at it almost like xanadu did but not as Mm. uh uh uh, uh, you know obviously uh satirical so i don't Mm. know i'm very much looking forward to this it's a, a very interesting thing uh, to see what this show is going to become. Apparently, the the stagecraft is very, very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Ollie Dobson plays Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Roger Bart plays uh, Doc Brown in the no, London I love version. Bart. Yeah, I would imagine that both of them are going to come over with the show, uh, but we don't know anything about that for sure. At, I would think at least Roger. I don't know if they'll recast Marty there. Maybe. I. I he got a ton of great reviews and awards consideration in London so who knows but like even speaking of company like Rosalie didn't come over um, despite having a lot of acclaim in in company so we will see what are your feelings on this are you pro or Um, con or waiting to see I'm mixed I have not heard good things about it I've heard um, that it's very much like they're doing an impression of the movie which ought automatically turns me off like that's not what i want to see in an adaptation but i have heard that the as you said the stagecraft and the design of it is amazing so i think i'm more looking forward to seeing that than i'm actually (laughs) looking forward to seeing any of the performances at this time i could be proven wrong and there could be a lot of things that happen by the time it transfers um but yeah, I'm 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 middle of the road about it. I guess I'm. I think I'm, that's fair. I'm just gonna wait and hope for the best. Yeah, I think that's fair. But especially you have the the connection because of your love for the producers oh, uh, yeah. of being you know a fan of Roger Bart. Yeah. Uh, so we will see what happens when that show comes. I would imagine that'll be a spring 2023 show to try to capitalize on the Tony Awards. So yeah, it'll that's just what I think. Yeah, I don't think we'll have to wait too too long before we get more information. All right. Unfortunately, we do have to talk about some sad news as we learned on um, Wednesday that the creator and original star of one of the most iconic and groundbreaking musicals in the history of Broadway has passed away. James Rado, who co-wrote the musical Hair and originally starred as Claude in the uh, 1968 production, died at the age of 90 following a cardiorespiratory arrest on Tuesday evening. Rado began his Broadway career as a performer. And if you look at the types of things that he did throughout his career leading mm-hmm. up to hair, they are quite diverse. The thing mm-hmm. that he did yeah. m- right before hair 
on Broadway, like less than two years before Hair debuted, he played Richard the Lionheart in The Lion in Winter. So Ooh, that and interesting. Hair, very, very different things. Um, of course, he was nominated for um, two Tony Awards in 1969 for Hair, for mm-hmm. Lyrics and Book. Uh, and that show has gone on to, as I said, revolutionize everything that the theater has done since then um the he along with his co-writer uh jerome ragney who died in 1991 uh they did win the best musical grammy uh for the show and uh, you know like i said revolutionized just about everything that came after uh uh, and it's really uh you know they they i think some of their other shows and other works and stuff that he has been involved with uh you know have kind of been legendary but it's you know i i i've said before that i'm not a huge hair fan outside of the music the show itself is kind of wonky to me but it's impossible to argue the impact that this show had absolutely um i don't really have a strong attachment to hair either i agree with you that i think the actual book of it all is very much a product of its time but obviously the music is pretty eternal at this point, but there isn't really any future rock musical, at least as far as we know it, without hair. There were obviously, you know, earlier number or earlier shows like Bye Bye Birdie that had rock and roll numbers, but hair was like the first rock and roll musical. And then you ended up with things like Jesus Christ Superstar and, Mm -hmm. you know, Hedwig and the Angry Inch and a little bit of everything after that from there. So... It is, you know, you can't really overstate the impact of it. It's so important to the musical theater canon, so important to the American musical theater canon more specifically. Yeah. Uh, So very sad. We want to uh, send out our thoughts to everybody who knew James personally and professionally and uh, Godspeed as well. All right, Ashley, let's take a break real quick to talk about our sponsor for this week, Today Takes. Um, honestly, I told you earlier that James got me a ticket for a yeah. uh, company. <laughs> Guess where he got it? He where? got it on Today Takes. Whoa. <laughs> True story, not a lie at all. <laughs> That's why he can't tell me exactly where I'm sitting because uh, this is not one of the shows where you can pick your exact seats. But nonetheless, exactly. he got me a ticket, which is all that matters because. I would ima- I haven't checked on Wednesday, but I would imagine that it is very difficult to get a ticket at a reasonable price. But that's what Today Takes is for. Not only does it give you great prices and access to things, but it's so easy you can beat the rush when a show announces closing. Because yeah. <laughs> if you have the Today Takes app, you can check out in 30 seconds. It is a one-stop shop for all of your theater ticket needs. It has the best value for tickets to Broadway, off-Broadway, comedy, concerts, and much, much more. Not only in this case, but many other times Today Takes has saved me incredible amounts of money and heartache by putting everything that I need to know and see in one location. We're about a month and a half, maybe a little less, definitely a little less than that uh, from that final company mm-hmm. performance. But it doesn't matter if you want to see a show that far in advance or if you want to see a show a couple hours from now, getting tickets is easier than ever. They give you access to exclusive presales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows and even day of discounted tickets. Again, if you're feeling frisky and want to get a show like later today. It's not just for Broadway, though. It's not just for the West End. You can find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, L.A., D. 
DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. And if you are coming to Broadway, if you are a depraved individual mm-hmm. like Matt and I are and had to get final tickets to company and, you know, cry hysterically over it all, <laughs> you can also see other Broadway shows, including other recent Tony winners there. They have the best prices for shows like MJ6 Paradise Square and, of course, A Strange Loop. Absolutely. So see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. One more time, todaytix.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, let's get into last week's Broadway grosses. And following a pair of closures in Hangman and Girl from the North Country, Broadway saw a whole 7% dip in grosses, which is roughly about $2 million. And it came in at $29,523,307 last week. Attendance, though, was only down 3%, though, at 232,447 audience members. The biggest story of the weekly grosses, though, was the apparent Tony's bump that some shows that did particularly well at the awards ceremony received. A Strange mm-hmm. Loop, as you mentioned, not only can you get tickets at a uh, really good price that today takes, um, they saw a pretty impressive climb, jumping nearly $169,000 week over week to come in at $845,313 bucks last week, the best total of its entire Broadway run by nearly $125,000. Very nice. Yes. Um, the show also raised uh, the prices, so the uh, biggest ticket is now above $300, but that's the premium side, so good for them. Following uh, Joaquina Kawakanga's performance and win on the Tony Awards, Paradise Square uh, grossed an additional 47%. It's still at a fairly weak $387,670, but I did see that Joaquina started to do some press a little bit more. She was on um, maybe the Today Show, I think, on on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about them finally releasing something from their cast album coming up here later in the show. Um, So good for them. Hopefully that continues to help. Buoyed by its uh, myriad wins, uh, MJ saw a 15% increase to push its grosses up nearly 217 k to $1,661,000. Company, RIP, uh, the most re- uh, awarded revival, <laughs> increased its grosses by 14%, but of course, we'll still close on July 31st. Thanks to Hugh Jackman's absence, though, over at The Music Man, Hamilton was back on top of the weekly ladder with $2,231,433, followed by The Lion King at $1.95, Wicked at $1.9, then there was Music Man still doing pretty well at $1.78, and MJ at the aforementioned $1.66. I don't think Music Man is really suffering there. No, they're good. Yeah, they're they're safe. Yeah, the rest of the Million Dollar Club entrants were Plaza Suite, Curse Child, Moulin Rouge, Aladdin, Beetlejuice, Six, and Funny Girl. Um, Down at the other end of the scale, um, we saw some shows that uh, are just kind of barely holding on. The minutes Mm. came in at just $272,000, and Girl from the North Country and Hangman, both of which wrapped up their Broadway runs, were both in the $340,000 to $360,000 range, despite both having more than $65,000 increases. Then you Mm. had Paradise Square that I talked about, and American Buffalo and POTUS, both coming in relatively close to half a million dollars for 
for the week. Some very expected things there. Do you have a closing date for the minutes or is that an open run? I can't remember. It it does have a closing date. I I want to say it's July, maybe July 14th. Mm. That's sticking in my head, but I don't have that up and available to me right this second. Okay. I know they had so many people out for Tuesday yes. night, I guess, where like six of the 11 rolls maybe were understudies. My Lord. So I would, I would not be surprised even if that ends up wrapping up a little bit early. But if it's July, then I guess not. Yeah, I typed it into the Google machine. It is July 24th. I had the four okay. right, not the two, but July 24th yeah. is when it is currently scheduled. So it's got, it's got a little bit of time to pick up. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about a few other bits of news before we wrap up the show today. And both of them are Disney related. First up, it was announced on, I guess it was Tuesday right after we recorded, right while we were recording, um, that Kate Reinders will be hosting the 2022 Jimmy Awards. And if you are familiar with her from her turns on Broadway and Beautiful Mm -hmm. and in Something Rotten and in Wicked, you might also know her as the teacher on High School Musical, the musical, the series, which makes her the absolutely perfect person to host the Jimmy Awards. Very exciting. Yes. She is also insanely funny. Oh, uh, yeah. If you have not seen her in her cabaret acts, she is so good. I won't even She's mention. She's a delight. Yeah, I won't even mention the name of her comedy duo that she has with a, uh, a collaborator because it's probably not appropriate for Jimmy Awards consumption. But uh, ah, definitely damn. look that up. The show will also be available to live stream via YouTube and Facebook as well as through JimmyAwards.com. Also joining the the extravaganza, the there will be seven coaches Very working nice. with the... You're welcome. There will also <laughs> be seven coaches working with the assembled talent. Uh, Desi Oakley, Max Chernan, Howard McGillan, Janet DeCall, Marianne Hugh, uh, Dennis Jones, and Jacquez Smith. They will be mentoring the 92 high school students that have come to New York for a chance to win the scholarship. Um, very, very exciting nice. stuff happening for them. I love uh, the Jimmy Awards. Yeah, the Jimmys are great. And... Uh, Always a good time. So we'll have all the information on how you can stream it, where you can get it, and all of that stuff uh, in the show notes if you want to get more information. And then also our second Disney story, after having a kind of a start and stop uh, rollout to the Disney Princess, the concert tour, partially because of she who will not be blamed uh, as well as covid <laughs> ah. um they had to stop the the uh, the tour after the first of the year they were originally supposed to run through the spring they decided to stop it because of the omicron insurgency and then pick back up in the fall the the to- the tour did announce that it will be coming to a whole bunch of cities starting this fall. Uh, it'll start in October on October 20th in McAllen, Texas, and then it will run through November 8th here in Orlando, Florida with the following stars. Christy Altamare, Susan Egan, Isabel McCullough, which is fun, ah, and Sydney, nice. Cindy Winters. Then from there, Susan Egan will be departing the tour, uh, starting at St. Petersburg uh, a few days later, and she will be replaced with Annalise Vanderpool, who, of course, was the mm. final Belle on Broadway in Beauty and the Beast, while Susan Egan was the first. And, of course, mm-hmm. Annalise is also one of the icons of the Disney Channel, being a co-star of That's So Raven and Raven's Home. So I had originally gotten my niece tickets to see this, and then and when they delayed it a couple of times, I just got a refund. Sure. But when they announce Izzy McCullough is going to be a part of it, I'm a 
You gotta go. I'm a huge Izzy fan, so... It's become less for your niece and more for you now. I mean, let's be honest. Most of these things normally are. But <laughs> actually, I was, I didn't get a ticket for myself last time, but uh, uh, we'll I see. might this time. But yeah, of course, uh, always fun. Great stuff. They do great shows. They might, they're they a little cheesy, but they're supposed to be cheesy. Of they're course. Disney stuff for kids. So. Yes. Anyway. Uh, all right. Let's wrap up with a few feel-good recommendations. The first one comes from the great film critic from the from NPR, Bob Mondello. He had a segment earlier this week on All Things Concerned considered talking about the recently made public uh, Oscar Hammerstein archive with all of the letters that he wrote, which is obviously yeah. something we've talked quite a bit about here in the past, as well as the connection with Sondheim. We've talked about mm-hmm. all these letters in the past, but um, there is a 1,088 page volume, The Letters of Oscar Hammerstein the Second. Um, which is just incredible. So listen to this. I love Bob Mondello uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So that's always good. And then earlier, I mentioned the fact that Paradise Square finally released the uh, the track for Let It Burn off the upcoming Paradise Square cast album. I saw some people say like, why are you just now putting this out? Maybe this mm-hmm. would have helped sell some tickets. But I have to figure that this is one of those things where it's just not done. And they yeah. have kind of been like, Okay, we're going to do this big song first. We're going to get it out there and then we'll keep working on everything else. Um, but, uh, the, the, uh, the track is really, really good. Yeah. Um, so take a listen to that and I hope it helps everybody else out over at, uh, Paradise Square totally. for, you know, to, to drive some more folks into, uh, into the theater. That's one of those things in regards to that complaint where it's like, I don't think releasing the track ahead of her performance would have, helped like i think her performance and people getting to see what they saw at the tonys is what's getting people in the seats now and rightfully so so i'm yeah. glad they're i'm glad they're releasing it now ahead of the album because again simultaneously it's like they saw her performance they want to see it they want to hear it again and they're going to get sales from it for sure yeah and i, I just mean the album in general releasing yeah, yeah, it yeah. as early as possible is good but mm-hmm. either way all right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Thursday. And Ashley and Grace will be back to wrap up the week with you tomorrow.